From the Talking Disney Studios in Cheyenne, Wyoming, Logan, Utah, and Las Vegas, Nevada, this is the Talking Disney Podcast. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. And here are your hosts. I'm Jason. And I'm Cody. And I'm James. And welcome to episode 96 of the Talking Disney Podcast. I'm your host, Jason, and I'm here once again with my co-hosts, Cody and James. What's up, guys? What's up? What's up? Hey-oh. But I got to <laughs> say, I really love our intro song. It makes well, me then happy. I won't. I won't change it then. Jason wants to change it. I know you've talked about changing I've it. I don't think you should it. ever change it. I mean... At least until we get the cease and desist letter letter from Disney, of course. But until <laughs> yeah, then, as, I would not it, change that. As soon as that comes, uh, I thought about that after our, our last episode because I played the song uh, from uh, uh, was it from Big Big Hero Six mm-hmm. at the end? Uh, uh, no, not no, Big no, Hero. not Big Hero. Um, I'm just saying, mm, like, yeah, like I know, I have no some idea. Movie James has never seen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, Wreck-It Ralph. Ralph. Wreck-It Ralph, yeah. I don't know why I was thinking Big, Big Hero 6, but I played the whole song, right? I was thinking, man, I'm, I'm going to get a letter in the mail saying, hey, you need to stop using our song. Hey, either by them or by the band. <laughs> quick quick uh, interjection that's completely off topic. If I were to say, Tony's over there Ralphin, do either of you know what that means? Throwing up? Yeah. Is that, I mean... Yeah, someone's throwing up, or are you talking about, like, is that a line from a movie or something? No, like, I, I use Tony just as, like, a random name, but the, I was going for the term, the term Ralphing yeah, for a term for throwing up. I've never heard that before. It was a couple of years ago my boss used the term Ralphing, and I, I put it together based on context clues, but I'm like, I have never heard that before. Really? Imagine <laughs> if you had the name Ralph. You know, that's, I would start, I'd be like, hey, look at that guy. He's over there, James. And like, yeah. what is that? Yeah. <laughs> well, that means what? he was being awesome. <laughs> it's almost like uh, having the name Richard. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'll share. What, I'll share. What do you a, mean? <laughs> I'll share something with you after we record about that name. <laughs> I don't get it, Cody. Explain it to me. I'll tell you when you're older, James. <laughs> According to you, I don't think I have much older to get. Like, <laughs> should be about ready to die right about now. <laughs> I see, I see the, I see the walker in the background there. I mean, so yeah. you're about there. The the IV bag and hanging off the the closet rack there. <laughs> hey, I just had surgery. Leave me alone. <laughs> okay, you know, man, you're milking that for all it's worth, aren't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. They say it can take up to six weeks to heal, and until six weeks is, is passed, you're going to be hearing a lot about it. <laughs> you had this done last week? Yes, last Thursday. Hold on. Last Thursday was the 11th. Tomorrow's yep. one week, two, three. It's only going to be... You're still be hearing about it at D23. Yep, you sure are. You know I'm canceling my hotel reservation. <laughs> he's, tra- he's trying to get a disability pass so he can uh, yeah. skip the lines. 
Sir, you appear fine. I had surgery four weeks ago. <laughs> Where? You can't ask me that. It says right here on the internet, it could take six <laughs> weeks to heal. <laughs> well, I believe you. I believe you. I Sorry, think uh, it's stupid. <laughs> I think Kay- 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 Kaylee and Calvin have to get in to have that done. Yeah. So, for those of you who don't know, I think you mentioned on the last year you were getting getting a wisdom tooth out, which you said wisdom teeth, I think, but it en- only ended up being one, right? Yeah, it just ended up being one. So yeah, yeah, the other ones weren't that wise. Yeah, nope. <laughs> They're still dumb. They had some yeah. learning to do. Had to go back to have my stupid teeth pulled. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they call them wisdom teeth? Do you, do you know? I think because they come in later in life, and so when you're smarter, be at a time when you've hopefully accumulated some wisdom. Maybe I think okay. I don't know. So is that why Cody still doesn't have his? <laughs> still waiting for that wisdom to come. And uh, I've had mine. I was too smart. They had to take mine out. <laughs> and they uh, and they took out all four of mine. So if that says yeah. anything about my intellectual abilities compared to James, so you, you were out like twenty four weeks then. <laughs> I don't know if it's cumulative like that. Oh, okay. You you add them together. <laughs> and I still had to go to work the next week. Did you really? Yeah, who I worked your, for you. Who, who was your boss? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, oh, man. Sounds like a oh, real... He was a jerk. Jerk! <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, all right. So we recorded... Did we record last week? We did, huh? Earlier we in the sh- week. Yeah, we sure did. Was so last week or two weeks ago? No, I think it I was, think was last week. week. I think it, it was, was last ninth. week. It was the ninth. So it was last... Tuesday? Whenever the ninth was. Yeah, if the eleventh was Thursday, that's when you had your yep. your procedure. Yep. Um, yeah. So okay, I was thinking it had been two weeks, but no, we're no, nope. we're back after one week. So yes, starting so, another streak. Starting another streak. Some time uh, to break it next week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. Oh yeah, definitely, huh? Oh, we'll talk. We'll we'll uh, talk about that later. So. Sounds good. Sounds All right. Good. Well, I thought we were going to try something different this episode. Normally, we, we just kind of talk about some random news, and I, I usually have five or six topics written down. I talk about them. They, Cody and James share their thoughts, and they bring up anything that I may have missed. But I, we're going to try something this week where we each came up with uh, something in the last week that we found interesting. Uh, Disney-related could be anything, kind of like when Cody gives his explanation to Cody's Corner. It could be anything under the... Disney umbrella uh, that we came across and found interesting. Sometimes we may have one or two topics, but this week I just have one. I know James has one. Cody says he has one, but he hasn't shared it with me yet. So uh, we'll just kind of talk about what we found interesting. And then uh, each one of us can share our thoughts on the other persons. And then we'll move into our main topic, which is our Disney animated feature film that we watched this week. Uh, We're getting closer to 60. We are two thirds of the way there. Yes. So, um, we could, uh, we could be done by 2025. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. So, and then we'll have to decide what we're going to do next. Yes. So, so let's talk some Disney. Um, I wanted to bring up something that's been asked on social media and all over the internet for the last, I don't know, it's been weeks and weeks. When were the magic keys returning? If people's keys yes. started to fire, um, especially the ones that used like possibly uh, tickets they bought 
and then uh, they converted him to the magic key. Uh, they were given the date that they first used their ticket. So some, some magic keys have already expired. Um, yeah. Uh, but they did, or they started selling them last August 25th, I believe is when they officially started selling them. So just about a year ago. And there is some news this week, the magic key. Finally. Uh, yeah. There's some, you're going to be able to renew your magic key and there's some changes to the magic keys. No. Yes. Tell me more. Um, so starting tomorrow, August 18th. Did the prices go down? <laughs> you wish. Uh, <laughs> no reservation system? I can you go wish. 365 you days a year? <laughs> you wish. There's, there's some changes, and I can tell you, a lot of people that were saying, hey, when's the magic key? When can I renew my key? When can I do this? I bet you there's a lot of them that are not happy with what Disney announced. But I'm going to share it. So starting tomorrow, you can renew your magic key. Um, if it, you'll be able to renew your expiring magic key, um, there are no new magic keys for sale. So unless you already have one, you cannot get one. Um, yet. Yet. Um, let's see. Magic key, the dream key, which is the key you have, right, James? That is correct, sir. It's now obsolete. So, yes, it is. Uh, and they replaced it with a key called the Inspire key. And they're basically the same thing, except for now the Inspire key has blockout dates. Yes. Uh, 10, days, 10 days at the end of the year, December 21st through January 1st. Yep. Uh, the old Dream key had no blockout dates, and that was part of the reason probably why that lady filed that suit, because she bought, she bought the Dream key, and then she tried to make reservations, and there was no reservations available. Uh, and she is suing Disney or I, I don't know what exactly false advertising or whatever it may be. Um, so now the inspire key has blockout dates. Could that change after the lawsuit is settled? I don't know, possibly, or they may just keep it where, Hey, the last 10 days, if you want to come to Disneyland, you got to fork out some extra money. Cause that's they're probably just, one of the busiest times of the year. They're going to get used to, Everyone used to everyone having blockout dates, and in a couple of years after the lawsuit settled, they're going to come out with a new Dream Plus key or something that's right. going to have no blockout dates, and it's going to be twenty five freaking hundred dollars or something. Probably. Like and James would still be, say it's which is fine with James. <laughs> I, I'd like to be on my list for interest of that, please. Yeah. <laughs> Add James to the mailing list. Uh, so there, there, there are still four keys. Uh, we'll start at. I'll start at the bottom. Uh, the Imagine Key uh, is basically the same two park reservations at a time, 10% off merchandise, 10% off food and beverage. A new perk on that one, though, is 25% off parking at the Toy Story parking area, um, except for blockout dates. So if your key is blocked out, you can't get the, the percentage off parking. And 20% off Disney Genie Plus, uh, subject to availability, obviously. Uh, when purchased the day of your visit after entering the park using your pass. And that's um, the pass that's only available to Calif Southern California residents. Yes. Available to Southern California, Southern California residents living in the zip codes, 9,000 through 93599. So <clears throat> Southern California residents. What's the name of that pass? The imagine key. Oh, I thought it was the Weiner. <laughs> key. 
Uh, okay, moving on. <laughs> the enchant key, and um, I want to say I just the, I just cut off all the listeners for millions of people. <laughs> I, I think the imagine key went at fifty bucks. I could I think it was three ninety nine before. I think that one went up. That's now four forty nine. The enchant key, which is the one I have, went up fifty bucks because I paid six forty nine for it, and it's now six ninety nine. Um, the perks on that one, you can still have four, four park reservations at a time, 10% off merchandise, 10% off beverages, 25% off parking at the toy story parking area and 20% off Disney genie plus just like the imagine key. The next level believe key. I want to say went up 150. I want to say it was 949. Uh, I could be wrong. might've been 999. Um, that one, you can have six park reservations at a time. Everything's the same for that, except for now you have new unlimited Disney PhotoPass downloads, which it says coming soon. Um, so they actually haven't introduced that. And you have 20% off Disney Genie Plus. And then the new key, the Inspire key, went up the $150, I believe. I think 200 200 200 because it was $13.99, right? Yep. Yeah. Um. And still six park reservation, standard parking included, 20% off merchandise, 15 beverages, unlimited Disney digital photo pass when available. That's one of the new perks and 20% off Disney Genie Plus. Um, yeah, yeah, it does say here, believe key went up 150, 200 for the Inspire key, which used to be the Dream key. Um, so what do you guys think of these? Oh, wait, Magic Keys first became available August 25th of 2021. Okay. Um, so, uh, what do you guys think of the new, the new announcement, the new keys? Well, I guess the one new key and then, I mean, we all knew there was going to be a price increase. So, yeah, I mean, I glad they finally announced something. I don't think there's any big surprises, uh, with what they announced. Uh, me personally, I don't mind the blockout dates. Excuse me, sorry. On the Inspire key, um, that's usually the 10 to 12 days or whatever it is that I typically don't go to Disneyland anyways, right there between uh, Christmas and New Year's. Was, I, I saw quite a few posts. Uh, that's the only reason I bought the key is so I can go, you know, Christmas yeah. time. But yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, so. There's nothing stopping those people from going and still buying a single or multi-day ticket. Yeah, so... For me, the blackout days aren't that big of a deal. Um, I like the fact that they're throwing in the photo pass now because that's one thing this past year that I've not really liked about the Dream Key is that we kept having to, if I wanted to do the photo pass, which I I love doing the photo pass. I, I love, like I'll walk by uh, the center of the hub right there in front of Walt statue six times in a day and I'll stop six times to get a picture just cause I, I love getting pictures with, with whoever I'm with. So in this last year, I've been more selective with doing the photo pass because each time we did it, we'd have to buy the genie plus, which was included with that. And, and I just haven't wanted to do that. So I'm, ex- I'm excited about the fact that they're throwing that in there. I'm excited about the fact that the discounts are still the same. Cause I think the discounts are, uh, a significant discount when you're buying food and merchandise. And I like the fact that the parking's still included because there was a rumor and that's one of the things that I was like, oh man, I hope they don't do that. One of the rumors was that they 
would take out all the free parking for all the park or all the all the keys. So the fact yeah. that it's still included, I think, is fantastic. So the only, the only thing, thing, oh, go ahead. I was going to say the only thing I don't really like. I really don't like the Southern California passes, and it's nothing against people in Southern California necessarily. It's just I think that's a big part of the problem. Me personally, is that they've got all these people that are so close, and they're all feeling entitled and that's fine if you feel that way but it's they seem like it's their park and everyone else be damned you know and it's just like second citizens yeah come on the only thing the only i I don't i don't want to say a good thing or bad thing is that one has so many blockout dates that um (laughs) if even if i was a southern california resident i don't think i would buy that one uh just because of all the blockout dates. And then yeah. with all of the passes, uh, Southern California residents can do the monthly, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. With yes, all of I, I believe yeah. so. No down so, payment. They can do monthly for yeah, even. That would be the only thing I would enjoy being from California. Now I think they should get rid of the monthly payments or, yeah. uh, you know, make it available to everyone. But um, I think I've mentioned the fact that I just say, get rid of the monthly payments. It, there's a way you can do it. Uh, and then somebody should be, I, I, I agree. You can get rid of it all together, but if they're going to keep it, they should flip who gets the, uh, opportunity to make monthly payments and who doesn't, if you're in Southern California, you should just have to pay for it. And it's the out of state guests that could then do a monthly, yep. monthly installment plan. I was just reading here something that I don't know if you saw this, James, or if this will change your opinion on anything. Uh, when it comes time to renew your pass, because yours is renewable in October? Uh, it when does it expire? October 1st, so I think September 1st or September 2nd, I'll be able to renew. Okay, so then that might not be too bad, because at the time of your renewal, when it's your window, you are able to upgrade your pass. Like if I, if come time, but mine's not till February, so uh, if I wanted to go up a pass, I could, um, right. if that pass is available. Um, I was thinking if you were later in the year and you came up for renewal and the inspire key was sold out, you would have to go down. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, and, and, and honestly, that's one thing that I'm somewhat concerned about because just no one knows what their numbers are, what they're doing. There's obviously right. demand there, even though a lot of people are saying, Oh, we're going to cancel our keys. We're never going back or we're protesting. There's tons of people that wanted to get keys that got, that didn't buy them in time and lost them. There's, there's a line of people that are waiting for them to go back on sale. Right. So yeah. I'm just hoping that, because I think they, I think they sold out of the dream key in mid November, maybe early November last year. And I bought mine obviously October 1st. So I'm hoping that it's still available to renew. Yeah. The only way it would sell out quicker is if the people who have the next key down want to upgrade. Right. For but with that, yep. with the two hundred dollar increase, maybe they don't want to. Yeah. So I, I don't know how true it is because I haven't been able to see fine print or, or anything like that. But I believe, well, I did see someone claiming that Disney has taken into account all current Magic Key holders, and they will have if you're currently a Magic Key holder right now regardless of when your expiration date is like you, Jason, yours would be in February that you will still have the opportunity to upgrade. Even if that pass isn't available for purchase, like from what I was new pass holder, 
from what I was reading, um, it says when you renew, you can choose to stay at your current pass level or choose any other magic key that might be better for you. However, note that there will be, okay, no, that's, um, there will be no new magic keys, just renewals. And due to the popularity of certain keys, any key may sell out at any time. So it's possible that the key you want won't be available when it's time to renew. Oh, interesting. Now that's not that's not coming officially from Disney, just from this article that I'm reading. Uh, so, and this this article that I just found was from Mice Chat. So, See, so then it makes you you wonder. They're obviously trying to keep. They're not. They're they're trying to not exceed a certain number of certain pass types because, like, if the if the key below you, Jason, wanted to upgrade, but yours wasn't available in February. They couldn't, but they would you have to could go still up. renew into the same one, regardless whether it's available or not, because you already have it. They wouldn't say, From oh, sorry, I'm it's not. it's not available. You have to stop being a magic key holder. They're not going to do that. So right. why couldn't yeah, I would you assume then, that? Why couldn't you then upgrade? So to unless know, the next up. up, if the next one was sold out, they'll still allow the current people to. Right. purchase it but you just can't upgrade um yeah. so it'll be interesting if you to wait, see how it all works out as it starts going if you if you wait beyond your 30-day window then you cannot renew and yeah. you have to purchase like it's a brand new one when they make that available uh, which yep. right now you other, can't buy one the other thing that kind of stinks is they're not letting you take like a three-day pass or a one-day pass. It used to be that if you would go there and you had a three-day pass, you could put the price of that towards your magic key, which they're not doing right now. And originally my plan was, because when we went last year, we had a three-day pass so we could go to Oogie Boogie and we bought another three-day pass so we could go in November when we went in November. Um, and I ended up using the three-day pass for Oogie Boogie to upgrade and get the the magic key. And my thought process at that time was once it expires next year, I'll just go ahead and make a reservation for the other 3d key. I mean, three day key, and then use the price for that to upgrade to the magic key at that point. But obviously that's right. out the window now. So, which is what I did in February. That's what I, I had a four day pass. Right. And then I use the price of that to upgrade to the key. So, yep. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how it all works yeah. out. Tickets go yeah, on we'll sale tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Yep. yep. So For those that go. are within their 30-day renewal window. Window, yeah. And if you – I guess the ones that had like applied their ticket to a pass and had used it before August 18th, uh, I guess you have to call. You can't just do it online. So. Yep. Yep. And they will work with you. So there you go. People got what they wanted. Uh, announcement on Magic Keys. And uh, obviously, like everything else, all of them weren't happy. Uh, you know, they're, Disney's just trying to gouge you for money, et cetera. I can, I can tell you, if, if people weren't buying the keys and if they weren't going to Disneyland, then the prices would not be increasing. So it's obvious that the demand that is there. Going some, yeah. yeah. So take the a class. Supply and the demand. demand is there, so quit crying about it. Either yeah. go, don't go, but quit crying about it online. Right. And then somebody had said, I don't know the exact wording. They were complaining about, I guess, the Enchant key going up 50 bucks. Uh, <laughs> they said, well, if, 
if you're complaining about 50 bucks over a year, then Disneyland probably shouldn't be your priority right now. So I saw someone post today, something about, uh, they took like four or five other parks in Southern California and said like, I saw that. Yeah. Asbury farm, universal sea world. Like you can buy annual passes at all four parks for less money than the inspire key. (laughs) Then do it. Then do it. Yep. That's right. Free up some reservations. So that's right. So there you go. Magic keys. Finally got an announcement. They also added quite a bit of language to the fine print of your magic key. I I imagine. Thank you to the person that filed that lawsuit before it was like maybe five (laughs) sentences worth of fine print. And now it's like, a chapter worth of dialogue. That's what's been taking so long. They had their lawyers working on their fine print. So, yeah. Well, Um, I think they had a lot of fine print last year also because of the whole COVID thing, because that was the big thing last year, right? They were waiting to put things on because people were saying, well, we had tickets and then COVID came. And so they worked that into the language last year that, Hey, if we close because of a pandemic, you don't have any lawsuit against, I mean, there's always something and they're just going to keep adding to it. I mean, you know, shame on Disney for being a smart business. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You Uh, crazy Disney people. (laughs) Yeah. I ain't mad at you. So, yep. All right. What do you got, James? Sound like a little Tupac there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what do I? (laughs) There you go. (laughs) You're up, James. All right. What did you find find interesting? You know what? One thing I found interesting this week, actually yesterday, um, was about a new movie that they're going to start working on that Disney has uh, given the green light. And basically it's going to be uh, adapting Big Thunder Mountain into a movie. So I had not heard about this before. I think they just announced it yesterday. Um, obviously they have movies based on other rides. There's um, the Jungle Cruise that was big, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, of course, uh, which of course they'll, I'm sure, soon be announcing that Johnny Depp will be coming back for a future sequel for that. Um, Haunted Mansion. Fingers, fingers crossed. Yes. Uh, Haunted Mansion they did. Uh, quite a while ago, and I think they're rebooting that again. And uh, yeah. uh, anyways, this was the first that I'd heard about them doing one for Big Thunder Mountain, so I thought that was interesting. Uh, I think they've got any the details. Dir- uh, there's not a lot of details. There's no nothing telling about the story yet. They've talked about uh, who's going to be directing it. I guess it's a, a two person team: Bert and Birdie, who I've personally Bert never. Bert and Ernie. Bert and Birdie. No, oh. Bernie. <laughs> I said Birdie, rewind it and listen. Bert and Birdie, <laughs> which who I've never heard of before, but apparently they uh, have worked together before. They've directed a few episodes of Hawkeye uh, for Disney. Um, they've done some other shows together also, but I guess the fact that uh, they've done some shows for Disney and Disney's been happy with their performance, they've given them this film to go ahead and start producing and putting together. So uh, no real details, no, nothing about the story. I don't think there's... Uh, I don't even know that there's anybody uh, slated to be in it yet. I don't think they've gotten that far at this point. I don't know that they even have a script, but at least they're going to get started on it and it's been announced. So I thought that was interesting and that's what I got. 
Starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) I know uh, a general backstory of the ride Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Mm -hmm. Uh, Late 1800s, gold discovered in Big Thunder Mountain, somewhere in the American Southwest. You know, overnight, a small mining town pops up. Um, In the uh, case of Disney, it was Rainbow Ridge. Uh, In Florida, I think it's called Tumbleweed. Um, So, and then mining was prosperous, et cetera. And then uh, the mountain was a sacred spot to the Indians and, uh, and then it was cursed. So, uh, could, yeah, you know, if they're going to follow the backstory of the ride, that could have gonna, something to do with it. I don't think so, they're going to touch all that. Forget that. Never, you never know. Wrong. It was wrong. Didn't they already <laughs> do that with the Lone Ranger? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back in like 2013. Yeah. Did not have John. Was that Johnny Depp? That was Johnny Depp. Yeah. Big Thunder Mountain starring Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> and Kevin Hart. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Kevin Hart comes packaged deal with, with The Rock. Yeah. So he, and you Emily, get The Rock and, and, and Kevin Emily, comes. Emily Blunt also. So there yeah. you go. So. <laughs> All right. Star Study Cast. <laughs> <laughs> So that's my news. That's my piece of news. Cool. Cool. All right. But no, uh, no estimated time. Um, I think 2026. I don't, I don't think that they said, I want to say, I want to say that they said something about it, but I'm not, I'm looking at it online. I'm not seeing it right now. So gotcha. I did see the haunted mansion reboot was supposed to be in 2023. Yeah, I think they're supposed to start shooting that here in the next couple months. Is the Tower of Terror film still a thing? It's from the article that I'm reading. Scarlett Johansson is uh, okay. set to take on the producing duties for Jungle that Cruise well. sequel. Yep. Yeah, yeah Jungle Cruise okay. sequel is being talked about. So, yep. All right. And I like maybe, those movies. I like the ones based on the race. Maybe we'll get some more details about Big Thunder and some of those other titles you guys just mentioned at D23. Yep, maybe so. Could could happen. All right, Cody. All right. Well, I am here to bring your uh, everybody's favorite topic when it comes Are you to bringing good tidings and cheer. Good tidings and cheer in the form of price increases. Woohoo! Not exclusive right. to Magic Keys. These prices are in regards to uh, food and beverages at the Disneyland Resort. All right. As of now, the article I saw was as of today. I don't know if all of these changed today, if some of them have been around for maybe within the last week and the article is just now coming out. Um, however, this is these are the items. I think I've got like six or seven items here that the article mentioned that have seen price increases. Uh, we have the standard Dole Whip, so not the float or not the two flavors swirl, just the standard pineapple Dole Whip has increased by fifty cents, taking it from five ninety nine to six forty nine for a standard Dole Whip. Um, a bag of potato chips uh, used to cost you three dollars and forty nine cents. It now costs you three dollars and ninety nine cents for a bag with three potato chips and a lot of salty air. Um, at the, wow, someone sounds salty <laughs> at the tropical hideaway, a side of the bow sauce 
has nearly doubled, um, going from 59 cents to a dollar and 19 cents. What? A turkey leg has increased a dollar from 11.99 to 12.99. A bottled Coca-Cola beverage has risen from 4.49 to 4.89. A corn dog has gone from 9.79 to 10.59. Mickey pretzel has gone up from 4.99 to 5.49. And lastly, a fountain beverage has been raised from four dollars and twenty nine cents um, for four dollars and twenty nine cents for a regular to four fifty nine and for a large four ninety nine to five twenty nine. Is this a Disneyland specific or Disneyland Resort Disney specific? Park. Okay, not Disney parks. Yeah, the article just referenced Disneyland Resort. The good news right. is the keys are back with a twenty percent discount. This for is this any is food and beverage. But there the bad go. news is all the food and beverages are going to be raised by fifty five percent. So, uh, so Disney's not losing any money, and you still think you're getting a deal. And for all yeah. of us that don't have passes, we're still getting screwed. <laughs> Nothing about the churro going up, right? Uh, The article did not mention the churro. However, I think that gets a more steadily increase than other things throughout the park. I think every time you go to the park, it's like 10 cents more expensive. Yeah. Sometimes they raise 75 now. It's no, is it over? It's not over seven for a churro, is it? I don't think so. Okay. Sometimes you go on Friday and you go back Saturday and it's more expensive. (laughs) Like what the heck just happened? Yeah. (laughs) Like yeah, I like I four churros, please. Okay, that'll be one hundred and twelve dollars. What? It's not four churros. You got to fill out a a loan application. Yeah. Here's a credit app. <laughs> <laughs> and James says, "But I have the discount." And they said, "That is with the discount, sir." Yeah. <laughs> please don't make a scene. Just hand us the money. Yeah. I'm showing a churro at Disneyland. It's five seventy five. As of April. Right. As of that April. About right. I remember. So. When churros were two dollars, you're right, James. You are getting pretty old. <laughs> James is like, I was that there was, opening that day. Was, uh, that was that was only in November. <laughs> <laughs> Inflation, you know. Yeah, yeah, November of like 1983. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so food pr- prices go up. Prices go up. I guess. The article mentioned that it's likely due to just overall um, supply chain in- increases, just the cost of food yeah. everywhere and, and getting things distributed as, as increased. The um, only thing, and just, oh, go ahead. No, that, that, that was it. Go ahead. Oh, this isn't Disney specific, but I've noticed a lot of things like, not just recently, but over time as I've grown up, you know, oh, the prices are going up because of supply chain, but then they never come back down. Yeah. Uh, they just say, oh, people got used to paying, you know, three dollars for this so we'll just keep it at three uh so oh well oh well oh well i'll still go to disneyland and buy churros and corn dogs and um definitely cheaper i just went to the the cheyenne frontier days out here it's like a carnival rodeo slash thing i paid 12 bucks for a corn dog and the corn dog sucked really so i will gladly pay 
10 or 11 bucks for a corn dog at Disneyland. So there you go. Cause 10, they are delicious. Ten fifty nine, so. And I, and the ones at Disney world also suck. The ones at Disney Did world they? are like the ones you get out of the freezer section at the grocery store. Yeah. Foster they were Farms. not. Yeah. They were not. That was like bar S it, it was not, <laughs> um, a hand dipped foot or foot long. Right. Corn dog. I mean, they're not, a yeah. foot long, but it was not nearly, I was so excited to get a corn dog in Disney world. Cause Made with pork and turkey. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of possum. Yeah. <laughs> How about new? No? <laughs> Give me a possum dog. A possum dog. So, well, all right. That that was my. That top. was your. So we'll call it like our interesting thing of the week or whatever it may be. So yeah, there and you go. Magic keys returning, big Thunder Mountain Railroad movie, and price increases of food. And beverages. Next time it At probably will go a little quicker because we won't be going into the drama of the magic key system. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, with that being said, um, do you guys have any other things you found interesting before we move on? Nope. That was All it. Right. Well, let's get to our main topic. And if yeah, you baby. have been following us or listening to us for the past year and a half or so, two years, we've been going through the Disney animated feature film catalog and watching all of the episodes or all of the movies. And we are currently at number 40, which is the emperor's new groove. Um, it is the, like I said, 40th animated feature film premiere or generally, generally released on December 15th, 2000. So it's 22 coming up on 22 years old. Um, it tells the story of a young and self-centered emperor named Cusco, uh, who is accidentally transformed into transformed into I can't speak tonight into a llama by his ex advisor Yzma and her dim-witted henchman and sidekick Kronk. Uh, for the emperor to turn back into a human, he must entrust a village leader named Pacha. Is that how you say his name, Pacha? Sounds Pac- good to me. Pacha, yeah, I just watched it too. To escort him back to the palace before Yzma can track him down and finish him off. Uh, Cusco is voiced by David Spade, which I think he's hilarious. Um, Yzma by, uh, what's her name? Uh, Eartha Kitt. And then Kronk by Patrick Warburton, which I think Patrick Warburton is hilarious. Yep. Uh, and then Pacha by John Goodman. So Nice, nice work, pal. Hello <laughs> and welcome to Sword. <laughs> I love that intro. <laughs> um, and then Patrick Warburton and um, David Spade played in, uh, there's a comedy together, uh, Rules of Engagement. So, which is hilarious if you, if you haven't seen it. So, yep. Uh, let's see. What else can I say about the movie? David um, Spade and Wendy Malik. They were in a show together too. Yes. Yes. That was pretty uh, funny. I can't remember the name of it right now, but yeah. I remember the two of them being in a show. Uh, it was, if I can find it real quick. Um, I know what show you're talking about too. Cause I used to watch it. Um, but I don't want to take up too much time. So just shoot me. Is it just shoot me? Is, Is the it? Name of it? It could be. Um, uh, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at her thing now. Yep, just shoot me. David that doesn't Spade. even sound remotely familiar. Because <laughs> you're, you're too young. Oh, I guess. Maybe. 
the millennial, Maybe. the millennial of the podcast. <laughs> so let's see, how did it, how did it do in the box office? Um, it didn't do so well the first weekend uh, in the box office. It was competing with, I just had it. Um, I haven't even heard of that movie. Who starred in it? Which, oh, <laughs> it was competing with, uh, or it placed fourth behind a movie called What Women Want. Uh, another movie called Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> and How the Grinch Stole Christmas. So it was also competing with uh, its own 102 Dalmatians, Disney's own 102 Dalmatians, which came out a couple weeks before. Made $89.3 million in the U.S. and an additional $80 million worldwide for a total of $169 million. That was the lowest box office earning for any Disney animated feature film since the 1980s. Um, so, but it's kind of, once it came on video, uh, I don't know, I guess you could say it has kind of a cult following. Uh, it's got, it's, I mean, it's got hilarious one, one liners, which, uh, uh, if you've seen it, this is probably one of the most famous ones. Pull the lever, crunk. Wrong lever! Why do we even have that lever? I love that scene. So, (laughs) um, so what do you guys think of The Emperor's New Groove? I, James, first time seeing it? First time I've seen it, yep. All right. You want to go first then? Sure. All right. Cody, you want to go first or you want me uh, to? Go ahead. Cody, you, you've seen it, right? I've seen this it, This wasn't yeah. your first time. So this no. is the first time I've seen it. Uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. I do like David Spade. Uh, I think he's funny. He's got a... Uh, a type of humor that I find very funny, very uh, dry, sarcastic, uh, condescending kind of. Did you ever see Joe, Joe Dirt? Joe Dirt. I, I have not seen Joe Dirt. Oh, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta, so, if you, if like, you like Spade, you will love Joe Dirt. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta watch Joe Dirt. So, so I think, I think he did great in this movie. I think he was perfect. Um, and overall, I just thought the I thought the story was great. I thought all the different uh, voice actors did a great job, and uh, you know, I thought it was a funny story, and uh, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. I had no idea really what to expect from it, um, but I really liked it. I, I think the the casting was great, and uh, you know, there's a lot of a lot of funny moments in this film um, that just made me laugh. So I I really liked it. All right, Cody. Um, I, I too enjoyed this movie. Um, I feel, um, I gotta be careful about what I say because I have two people in my family that this movie is the greatest thing since sliced bread. (laughs) Um, it was the greatest thing before sliced bread, (laughs) regular bread. Nobody Um, loves. (laughs) I think it was Betty White. Um, this is not a bad movie um, at all. The last time I watched it, I feel like I was just like so enthralled in it. Like, man, that was such a good movie. It was, I was cracking up, you know, every few minutes. And this time, I don't know. I just didn't have the same effect on me. Um, I can still appreciate, you know, like the one liners and things like that. Like that little clip you just played, you played it and I'm like, Oh yeah, this, this is a good scene, but I don't know, just sitting down and watching it. Like I almost like it better just hearing the one liners separated from the rest of the movie. 
for whatever reason. Um, I do also, I, I think Patrick Warburton in this and the character of Kronk, I think Kronk's my favorite character throughout this movie, um, more so than Cusco and thing like that. Um, I really enjoy Kronk's, I don't know if you want to call it stupidity or just lack of awareness and his, his humor. Um, I don't know. I relate to it, I guess. Take that for, for what it is. Um, <laughs> we start calling Cody. <laughs> Kronk. Um, with my co-host, yeah. James and Kronk. <laughs> uh, but I enjoyed it. It's, it's a fun movie. Um, yeah. All right. I did want to share a few uh, expert reviews, I guess. Roger Ebert, which I think we all know. I thought you, you just heard it. two expert reviews. <laughs> yeah, what the heck oh. was that? Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. You mean, other, you mean other a couple expert. additional experts? Additional opinions. expert reviews. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I think at this point we could call ourselves expert movie reviewers. We, I mean, we, we we've be. done 30 plus of these. Yeah. yeah. Uh, see, Roger Ebert said, gave it a three out of four stars, said it was a goofy slapstick cartoon with the attention span of Donald Duck that is separate from what's known as animated features. It, that sounds kind of negative, but he mm-hmm. gave it three out of four stars. I don't know. Um, he's late, he later would add, it didn't have the technical polish of a film like Tarzan, but it's a reminder that the classic cartoon look is a beloved style of its own. Um. Emma Cochran of Empire Magazine, she was not nice at all. Uh, an attractive, generally enjoyable concoction, but never really hits its comedic or emotional targets full on. It's fun, but quickly forgettable. I don't know about quickly forgettable. I'll always uh, remember Emperor's New Groove. Um, so there you go. That is The Emperor's New Groove, Disney's 40th animated feature film. Good movie. Uh, the favorite of family members of Cody's. Yeah. Um, we'll, 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 we'll share our ratings here in a minute, but do you have ratings from those two? I did secure a rating for this our, movie from both Rush and Amy. Okay. They, yeah. They shouldn't have to rewatch it again. They've probably seen it enough times. And I can but remember they, talking to Rush at your wedding and <laughs> we hadn't started. I don't think we had started quite the movie thing. When, when did you get married? October, October of 2020. 10, 10, 2020. Yeah. So we had not, I think we started in November of 2020. Uh, and we had done a few, you know, movies reviews. I think we did like haunted mansion and brother bear. And yeah. I was like, don't worry. We'll do, we'll do emperor's groove, uh, emperor's new groove really soon. Cause I know you enjoy it. And then that next month we started this journey. I think and we I was did. Like, Man. And maybe we didn't talk about it, but I watched it. That that was the last time I watched the movie, and so we might have actually talked about it on the podcast before. I I, I thought right I went back. Before, I didn't see. Right. I didn't see anything this. where. Maybe we were going to, but I don't remember talking about it. Maybe. So I have to look at past episodes. But and maybe I just watched it on my own. Maybe. Maybe. So yeah, I was like, yeah, we'll get to it soon, and it ended up almost two years later. We finally get to it. So. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode is dedicated to Russian Amy. <laughs> All right. So, um, so let's share our ratings. What did you guys, uh, we, I mean, we heard what you thought, but what, what scores are we going to give this Disney animated feature film? Um, who wants to go first? Nobody. James, me, take it away. Go ahead, James. 
I gave it an 85. An 85. 85. Yep. All right. Very good. Cody. Um, uh, sorry, Russian Amy. I give this uh, an 82. 82? Oh, that's not, that's not bad. No, no, that's not bad, but it's considerably no, lower no. than their score. But yeah, it's that's no, it's that's not bad at all. That's that's a decent score, I think. Uh, I enjoyed I of... enjoyed Dinosaur more than this movie. Oh, I gave I gave Dinosaur an eighty seven. Oh yeah, sorry, Russian Amy. Uh, <laughs> definitely. Holy cow! I I apologize for my co-host. Why do, uh, <laughs> why do you hate the Emperor's New Groove? <laughs> after you guys are just like, oh, 82, 82 is not bad. 82 is pretty good. Now it's like, oh, like damn. It's like you All thought right, so, you found a piece of fudge, but it ended up being never mind. Uh, it ended up being what, Cody? <laughs> do you own a cat? Is that what it is? The cat leave you a gift? All right, so I gave it uh, I gave it an eighty eight. Um, wow! So we've got an average of eighty five. Uh, not bad. Got a okay. difference of six between the three of us. Combined um, ranking, I think that's uh, fourteen. Tied with Dumbo. Fourteen. Is it? Tied with Is it? Dumbo? Interesting. I have Dumbo at an average score of eighty five. Yep. Yep. That's what I got. That yeah. is correct. Well, interesting. Interesting. I know um, I was looking at some article and back in 2018, uh, I guess IGN, is that a website or a yeah. yeah, video game and entertainment website? They have Emperor's New Groove rated as the 16th best Disney animated feature film. So 16th? 16th, yeah. So ours okay. is what right now? 14th? 14th. Yeah. With uh, 20... 21 more movies to go actually i mean it'll probably fall a little maybe but yep we, we might be around the same so cool i do have two uh ratings that i can share okay i have one uh, okay. i have two let me uh let me pull up the text All right. I actually have three. Maddie was uh, in the room with me, and she gave me her rating. So nice. I will. Let's, let's share Maddie's first. She good gave job, it. Maddie, good job. James said, "Good job." She gave it a ninety-five. 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 I think is that her. It's not her highest. She gave the same to Beauty and the Beast. I Beauty think. and the Beast. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she gave a ninety-nine to the Mini Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. She really loves that. Oh so. yeah. And then a 99 to Lady and the Tramp. Oh. <laughs> and her highest is Dumbo. She gave Dumbo a hundred. Wow. So, so she's, she's a, a lover of the classics. She is. She is. Uh, let me see. Amber, my sister, gave me a rating. I'll pull up the text. She said, I said, hey, did you ever watch it? She said, yes, I did. I give it an 83. 83. 83. 83. So that's right on with that. She said, started watching it with the kids, but they ditched me soon after. So apparently <laughs> they did not enjoy it. <laughs> uh, and then Marsha gave me a score. Uh, she gave it an 81. 81. Okay. So those are my three. What do you got, James? I've got one from Brianna. I didn't give her a lot of notice, but she has seen it before. Okay. Um, but we didn't get to talk about it that much. I don't think she cared for this one quite as much because she gave it a 68. 68. Yep. Wow. That's low compared to all the other ratings we've received for this movie. Yep. All right, Cody. Let's hear what Amy and Rush had to say. 
right, Amy and Rush, it's your time to shine. <laughs> um, let's see. Let me pull it up. I have it right here. So, um, uh, Rush gave it a 99. 99. And his reasonings are as follows. He says, my reasons are it cannot be 100% because that would mean it was the best movie ever created or to be created. A 99 means that it is the best movie ever created, but it also leaves the opportunity that something better could come out but highly unlikely. The movie is a masterpiece all the way through. The music is good. The animation is fine. But the magic in this movie is the humor. There are so many levels of humor that you can watch it 20 times and still find something new. It's a very, very clever movie. No potty humor and no cheesy humor. And that's hard to find nowadays. Nice. I did. I did not mention anything about the music. He did. It was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Original Song for "My Funny Friend and Me" by Sting and David Hartley. So, it didn't win, but it was nominated. I wonder what won. Something what, better, clearly. What beat it out? Um, I can look it up real quick while you're uh, sharing read, Amy's thoughts. I'll read Amy's review. Amy gave this a 99. 99. She says, I don't even know how to tell you uh, what a good movie this is. It's obviously hilarious, like top quality humor. No cheap stuff. The writers were clever with every line. The characters are likable and hilarious. The character arc of Cusco is classic and lovable. And to be completely honest, it also has nostalgia for me. Rush and I's first date was watching this movie together after bonding over how amazing of a movie it was. So well, there you go. Clearly biased is what I'm hearing. Well, I guess um, I can, I can totally understand where they come from though. Cause if we, yeah. if we ever do the Pixar movies, Toy Story is going to be number one for me. Uh, granted, great film. Uh, but it was also Marsh and I's first date was Toy Story. So, mm. uh, but I th- even if, if I hadn't been our first date, I think still Toy Story would be at the top for me. But um, Jake, going back. What movie we, did you watch on your first date with <laughs> Teresa? Uh, we didn't watch a movie on our first date. Okay. We went to Mikhail's and we went to the carnival. I was going to say Gone with the Wind. <laughs> they went and saw that in the theater. Uh, no, I'll just play it with you. <laughs> Lucy and I were supposed to I'm watch a number movie one on our first date, um, but we ended up just mostly talking the whole time, and we watched a movie on our second date instead. What movie were you going to watch on your first date? Had you decided? I had decided. I was going to show her. Um, at the time, I would have called it my all-time favorite movie, regardless of genre or studio or, or anything like that. And I think I've talked about it a little bit on here before because it's a, it's a Touchstone Pictures movie, which is owned by Disney. Um, and that movie is Dan in Real Life. Oh. So Fantastic. what movie did you end up taking her or seeing with her? We On our second on day, your we second ended day. up watching Dan in Real Life. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, so best uh, best original song. The nominees were "Meet the Parents," uh, which the song "A Fool in Love" by Randy Newman, which I love. Randy Newman. Uh, I've Does seen your it wife all. 
uh, she she does know she does know my affection for Randy Newman. So, um, is that a picture of Randy Newman on the wall behind you? <laughs> yeah, it's autographed and everything. <laughs> to my favorite fan, Jason. <laughs> why, why is he not wearing a shirt? <laughs> hey, don't look at that. <laughs> so, a fool in love from Meet the Parents by Randy Newman. I've seen it all from Dancer in the Dark, um, music by uh, Bjork. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, uh, A Love Before Time, Emperor's New Groove, um, that song I mentioned. And then the song that won it was Things Have Changed from the Wonder Boys by Bob Dylan. So um, there we go. So we got, let's see, 99. Let me update Amy's thing because we haven't had a rating from them since 101 Dalmatians. Yeah. They got some catching up to do. That's what happens when you introduce a baby into the family. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So I'll, I'll give them a pass, but yeah, they got to catch up. Yeah. All right. Well, anything else to say about Emperor's New Groove? Nope. Next one up is what? Atlantis? Should be Atlantis, the Lost Empire. Yep. Um I Which, feel like uh, that my, one kind of has a cult following these days too. It does, yeah, yeah. I think that's got uh, a really good song in that one. Isn't it the one with sung by Johnny Resnick from a band that I can't think of right now? Uh, you, probably. I mean, oh, you're probably no, right. no, no, no. That's uh, oh. Treasure Planet. You're thinking? Oh, of. that's Treasure Planet. Yep, that's that's what coming I'm up in two. We got Atlantis: The Lost Empire, Lilo and Stitch, and then Treasure Planet. Yep, that's right. And Brother Bear, and then Cody's all-time favorite, Home on the Range. I think Cody's going to be absent for that episode. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna abstain from voting. So. No, I'll vote, but it's going to be on principle. <laughs> uh, it's not that bad. Hey, Cody, you need to come up with a uh, a rating for Make My Music now. Uh, okay, the, all right. The, I got the it. deal I was right here. The deal was when I watched Shrek, you would watch that. <laughs> and okay, I oh, watched well, Shrek. Let's, let's let's all give James a big round of applause as he yes. uh, rightfully deserves because he has finally finally watched Shrek. Yes. Great movie. There we go. Great movie. Yeah, share share your thoughts. I mean, any favorite scenes, favorite uh, characters? Um, <laughs> you know what? One scene that stands out, just because you've talked about it, Jason, is when yeah. Pinocchio's in there. <laughs> he's like, I'm a real boy. Like, he's, like, just as as he started talking, I just remember you talking like him. It just made me. I just started laughing. I thought that was funny. But now, now um, you got to watch Shrek too, because in Shrek two, it's when he's wearing the women's underwear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm so, not wearing women's underwear. <laughs> uh, uh, no, but I thought the, the whole movie was great. Uh, you know, I had some time on my hands last Thursday, so I sat there on the couch and watched it, and I thought it was great. It was a good movie. So, Well, there we go. Finally, after... So next up, Shrek 2. Shrek 2. After how many... Well, when did we determine it came out? Uh, 2000... Two thousand or two thousand two or something? One, one, one. Let me see. I, I love Eddie Murphy in that. Oh, <laughs> he's I'm alone. There's no one here beside me. Two thousand and one. 
So, yep, great movie. My troubles are long gone. There's no one <laughs> to deride me, but you gotta have friends. Stop singing. It's <laughs> uh, a good movie. Well, all right. Well, yep. um, that's all we have for. The Emperor's New Groove, if you want to share your rating or your thoughts on that movie or any other movie we may have rushed or any other movie coming up that we are going to watch, like uh, James said, Atlantis, The Lost Empire is is the next one. Um, shoot us an email, talkingdisneypodcast at gmail.com. And we we'll will also make an exception for the movie Shrek, even though it's not Disney. If you want to share your thoughts on Shrek, uh, <laughs> feel free. Yep, so, let us know. All right, so we are moving on. Two more segments tonight, and then we'll be out of here. Our ever-popular... Cody's Corner, come on, gather round. Cody's Corner, where nobody wears a frown. Cody's Corner. All right. I just got to say, I love that song. <laughs> Thank you, James. Thank you, James. You bet, Cody. All right. Um, I really do love that song. Hey, I appreciate it. Um, he does. He does. Welcome to this episode's edition of Cody's Corner, where I, Cody, ask my fellow co-hosts, James and Jason, a question or I give them the discussion topic or maybe I give them a little bit of trivia and see how smart they think they are. I'm uh, not smart. <laughs> I'm going to get a, I'm going to get a t-shirt and on the back, it's going to say, if you need me, I'll be at Cody's corner. Help <laughs> 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 me. Um, all right. Uh, last week, um, I kind of talked a little bit about the D23 Expo panels. And um, I guess I'll go over the next day's worth of stuff. I, I, I'm going to answer in something else that's not D23 Expo related because I heard it um, on another podcast today, actually, that I was listening to. And I found it very interesting. And it's a trivia question. And you know how I love to give you guys trivia. Yes. So I'm going to give it to you at the end of this. But it's not... Related to the D23 panels. So you don't need to take notes. Okay. So on Saturday, September 10th, we have uh, the studio showcase day two, which is going to include announcements and presentations from Marvel Studios, Lucasfilm, and 20th Century Studios. Um, That is happening on the main hall D23 stage. There's a lot of interesting stuff happening on the Walt Disney Archives stage on Saturday, uh, September 10th of the D23 Expo. And a lot of these I think would be really fun to go to. Of course, we'll see how how things shake out when we're actually there. But there's a panel called A Peek Behind the Curtain at Walt Disney Imagineering's Illusions and Special Effects Development Lab. I think that would be really cool um, just to kind of see some of their... Uh, illusions and special effects that the Walt Disney Imagineering uses. Uh, There's another panel called Uncovering 
treasures from the Marty Sklar collection. Marty Sklar um, was an Imagineer um, that worked with Disney for for many many years. He's very well known. If you if you know anything about Walt Disney Imagineers, you've probably come across the name Marty Sklar, or you've seen him in maybe the Imagineering story or, or things like that. Um, some sort of Disney parks related documentary. You've probably come across him before. Uh, your, birth- your birthday is on the 27th, Cody, correct? July, July, July 27th. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he actually passed away on July 27th, five years ago. So. Yeah. Yeah. It was a very sad day for us all. Yeah. That was some party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I turned, Oh, I would have been 20. What was I doing on my 20th birthday? I have no idea. It must not have been that exciting because Marty Sklar died. Yeah. <laughs> I was mourning was what I was doing. There you, there you go. Uh, there's another panel called A Century of Storytelling at Walt Disney Animation Studios. Uh, later in the day, um, a panel called Building Walt's Florida Project, Walt Disney World from Dream to Reality. So I kind of like a lot of those happening that day at the Walt Disney Archive stage. Um, the archives and kind of the history of the parks and the studios, that's kind of right up my alley. So I think there's going to be a lot of good things happening um, in some of those panels. So we'll see if we're able to get to any of them. Um, on a different stage called the Hyperion stage, also on Saturday, there's a panel called it's a sm- it's a small Disney World. So James might not off during this panel. Um, <laughs> There's no called, might about it, Cody. There is no might about it. <laughs> it's a small Disney World celebrating the art of Disney parks, and so I think some of the art uh, within the Disney parks, whether it's um, uh, it's the, the description says. Uh, This panel gathers Disney parks, artists and authors who created artwork for our global parks, including items which will be for sale at the D23 Expo marketplace. So it could be an opportunity to see and maybe even purchase some really cool Disney parks artwork. I know when we go to Disneyland, I always like going into either World of Disney or Disneyana inside uh, Disneyland Park and looking at some of their Disney park artwork and wishing I had enough money to buy some of those uh, pieces. Yes. Um, anything else noteworthy? There's a panel happening in the morning called The Making of Disney 100, the ex- exhibition. So at the D23 Expo somewhere, there's going to be an exhibition called Disney 100, talking about the Walt Disney Company's 100th anniversary that's upcoming next year. And I think this panel is just going to be more of an in-depth look on how they came to curate some of those pieces that are being uh, displayed at the exhibition. So it's the making of. Mm-hmm. And let's see if there's anything else noteworthy. Um, oh, Saturday night, which I think we, you know, you and I, James, are already going to be over at Oogie Boogie Bash. Yep. At this point in time, Saturday night, because that's at 6 p.m. Right. So I think by 6 o'clock, we're already going to be over over in DCA. However, if we weren't, this would be a panel that I certainly would have wanted to go to. It's called The Santa Clauses, and it's going to be 
um, a panel with the cast of the um, upcoming uh, Santa Claus TV show that's oh, coming to cool. Disney Plus later this year. Right. So, and the Santa Claus movies um, are some of my favorite Christmas movies. So yep. that would have been a fun one to go to. But I am very excited for Oogie Boogie Bash. So Yes, me too. We still have to talk about our uh, costumes. Yeah, you're... Okay, good luck with that one. (laughs) We'll talk later. I'll I'll wear a a Disneyland shirt and I'll go as a tourist. There you go. You know what? I'm going to change my t-shirt. It's going to say, follow me to Cody's Corner. Follow me to Cody's Corner. (laughs) And you can leave a trail of candy behind him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Real quick, I want a little trivia question that I want to throw at you guys. Okay. All right. Uh, the question is, what was the first non-Disney animated movie to gross more than $100 million in the domestic box office? Non-Disney animated movie? Yes. A hundred million. Um, do we? Is there a time a time frame or? Um, would you like one? Well, not 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 if no not if we don't need one. Um, uh, I'll give you a time frame because otherwise you're 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 literally shooting in the dark here. Um, Nineteen ninety eight is when this Ooh. movie came out. Okay. Okay, then it it wasn't my original one that I thought. Non-Disney animated feature film. What was the original one you thought? I was going to say An American Tale. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. But that was early 90s, I believe. Yeah. Or late 80s. I'm going to say, and I have no idea when this came out. It could be 98, could be, I have no idea. I say The Land Before Time. That's my guess. Okay, it's not Shrek because obviously that came out in two thousand one. Yep, we already established that. Uh, I can't even think of any non Disney movies from the late nineties. Um, I'm gonna go Anastasia. Anastasia, which is technically now owned by Disney, but at the time it is now owned by was, Disney, but at the time was was not. No, so was not. So all right, Jason. Anastasia came out in the year 1997. Uh, close on the year. Yep. Yep. Okay. So uh, close, but no cigar. Yeah. I don't smoke cigars anyway, so <laughs> you can keep your cigars. <laughs> James. <laughs> yes. The movie The Land Before Time came out in the year 1988. So you were 10 88? years. 88? I was 10, 10 so neither of you got it correct. Okay. The correct answer. Uh-oh. I just looked up. An American Tale came out in 86. Bless you. So that, that, that would have been way off. <laughs> Cody, you okay. still with us? Sorry. You okay? No yeah, worries. I'm back. Just making sure you're okay. Yeah, I think I'm alive. Um, <laughs> in the year 1998, the first ever non-Disney animated feature film that grossed more than a hundred million dollars was, is it a trick question? No, it was not a trick question. Oh, okay. All right. 
It was the Rugrats movie. Oh, oh okay. I like. The I just why yeah while, while, while you were coming up with the answer, I just googled popular nineteen eighty or nineteen ninety eight animated movies and. Uh, Nothing the first came one up. that came up was well. The first one that came up was a Bug's Life, and I didn't know if Disney at that time had owned Pixar, or if that was prior to them owning. Because Bug's Life, I think, was the second it was. Pixar movie, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't I think, think so. Disney acquired Pixar till like 2000, 2001. Yeah. And then there was the Prince of Egypt. There was Ants. Um, and then I'm scrolling farther in. Uh, the Rugrats movie. There was an American Tale movie put out in 1998, but it wasn't the original one. Oh. So the Rugrats movie made 141 million dollars in the box office. Wow. My kids watched Rugrats when they were little, so I've watched too. many, many Rugrats television shows. So, yeah. Yeah. on an orange VHS, VHS tape. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Good question. Okay. Good question. All right. We'll move on to the last feature of the day. All right. And here we go. This is the Disney A to Z random entry. Yeah. All right. So Disney A to Z random entry segments based off the book Disney A to Z, the official encyclopedia by Dave Smith, who was the founder of the Walt Disney Archives. Um, if you're curious about anything with the Walt Disney Company, this encyclopedia has everything. Signi- significant achievements, short biographies, historic dates, comprehensive lists, tons of trivia. I'm going to be reading from the fifth edition, which has about 8,000 entries. I believe the fifth edition was the last printed edition, and now you can find Disney A to Z on the D23 website. I'm sure they have a lot more than 8,000 entries now. Um but it's no longer in print. I do have all five editions sitting in the bookshelf behind me, probably one of my favorite books that I've ever bought. Uh, so for a random entry, we're going to spin our wheel. It's going to give us a page number. Then one of my co-hosts, I looked back, and this week it's going to be James. He was supposed to do it last time, but we nixed the segment when we got to the end. So James will be uh, picking our page, all and then right. I will sh- or the spinning wheel will pick our page. James will pick our entry. There we go. And then... We will share it with you. So let's uh, let's spin the wheel. Spin it. All right. It looks like our wheel landed on page four hundred and eighty-four. Oh. So let me let me grab the book here. Open it up to page four hundred and eighty-four. Open your books to page 484. <laughs> and it looks like there, there's quite a few entries it on this It sounded very robotic, but it was supposed to be Professor Snape from Harry Potter. <laughs> it, it, it sounded like a robot. Yeah. And, you know. <laughs> Nine, ten, eleven, as far 12. as accents looks, go, it wasn't the best. It wasn't the best. <laughs> looks like there are 13 entries on this page. 13 so entries. That's a lot. 13. Yeah, okay, so 13 entries. I Might going, be the most we've ever had. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go with Lucky 13. James, I, lucky I, I 13. don't know if anybody's ever told you, but 13's not lucky. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
in James's case today, maybe that's part of my problem. It is very lucky today. Um, as I'm looking on the entries on this page, I was crossing my fingers that you would pick 13. Really? Because it is it is the Matterhorn bobsleds. Ooh. Oh, nice. Fantasyland attraction with dual bobsled runs at Disneyland opened on June 14th, 1959. Um, the first thrill attraction to be added to Disneyland based on the Disney film. So we have a ride based on a movie. Ooh. The third man on the mountain instead of a movie based on a ride. Yep. Uh, the Matterhorn at Disneyland is 147 feet high, about one one hundredth the size of its Swiss counterpart. But to make it look larger, forced perspective was used, which is used on Main Street as well. The mountain was built of wood and steel with a plaster coating over a layer of metal mesh. Trees growing on the side of the mountain get progressively smaller as they get higher. The ride was innovative at the time it opened because it utilized the cylindrical rails and urethane wheels for the first time, which have now become standard for roller coasters. An ice cavern, glowing ice crystals, and the abominable snowman were added in 1978 along with a new ride system featuring tandem bobsleds greatly increasing its capacity until it was removed in 1994 the skyways cable passed directly through the mountain providing more leisurely views of the snowman i got to ride on the skyway through matterhorn i'm sure james did cody oh yes you never got to I was not alive when that was the you thing. Were not a, you were not alive. Was not uh, on this planet. I enjoyed riding through the middle of the Matterhorn. So did I. Um, so, unfortunately, you can't do that anymore. So, there there you go. The Matterhorn bobsleds. Very good choice, James. Permanent subtitles, por favor. You ever see yeah. that that meme? Cinnamon toast and tacos. What? <laughs> you ever you ever see that meme where it's this, this older lady and there's like a younger uh, woman standing behind her and the old lady says something crazy and the woman says, okay, grandma, let's, let's get you to bed. That's like, <laughs> you, you tell yeah. a kid now, I used to ride this gondola right through the middle of Matterhorn mountain. And it's like, okay, grandpa, let's, let's get you yeah. to bed. We got to get you to, it's, it must be nap time. Yeah. So that is, that is funny. Um, yeah, so um, I didn't I didn't realize it had been that long since they took it out, but I guess I guess it has. Um, so there you go, the Matterhorn bobsled. Unfortunately, Cody never got to experience the ride. Well, not that through the middle. Yeah, yeah through the yeah. middle. So here you go, James. Uh, let me. Uh, let me get something for you uh, real quick before we move on. Remain seated, please. <laughs> oh, it didn't play all the way. Here we go. Come Remain on. seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. There we go. Nice. There's the, the safety spiel for the Matterhorn bobsleds. Yep. When you're waiting in line, you will hear like A 200 times. times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it never gets old for me. So Nope. All right, so that's all we have for Disney A to Z. All right. Woo-hoo. And that brings us to the end. Uh, no. Before we uh, share any final thoughts, oh, not yet. Okay. <laughs> let me uh, share some of our social media pages. Uh, if you want to check us out, uh, for, you know, more than just listen to us on the podcast, you can like us on Facebook at Talking Disney Podcast. 
Follow us on Twitter at Talking Disney. Follow us on Instagram at Talking Disney Podcast, which Cody will now be taking over from what I heard. Uh, so expect some more content there. A lot of pictures uh, of puppies. <laughs> puppies and yeah. <laughs> I'll leave that one alone. Email us, uh, talkingdisneypodcast at gmail.com and check out our website, www.talkingdisneypodcast.com where the show will be loaded prior to making its way out to all the various streaming services. Go ahead, James. I was just going to say, Cody is currently going through Instagram and deleting all the pictures of Randy Newman. (laughs) Jason, why do you have all these on here? So, are, are you guys not fans of Randy Newman? No, I love Randy Newman. I, oh, okay. I'm just not, I don't. I don't love him like you love him, but <laughs> well, yeah. I, nobody loves him like I love him. No, he's got so. some great songs. I, I yeah. like his songs. Yeah. No, I'm just playing around. Do you have a Do you have a favorite Randy Newman song? Um, probably. You can't think of one. I don't know. Oh, he, did, okay, he, did, he did. He did. He did Toy Story, right? You got a friend yeah, of me. Yeah. Yeah. That'd probably be yeah. my favorite Randy Newman song. That's 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 not a bad one at all. No. So didn't he also song. do Brother Bear? Or is that uh, I want to say Phil Collins? Phil Collins, yeah, uh, did uh, Brother Bear. Um, Tarzan. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. I've never seen Brother Bear. Well, you're about to. Well, I mean, yeah. you know. In It'll a probably couple be weeks. three months, but yep. no, not that long. It's like six movies away, Brother Bear. Oh, maybe, yeah, it's four movies away. You might be right. So, I will play here. Let me, um, I, I will play this real quick, and then if I need to, we can cut it out. But here's a Randy Newman song you My may have heard of. Is, is to uh, change the course of Western music. I haven't liked the way it's been going, so I decided I'd make another record. Can I give all these people the finger? <laughs> Are we ready? It's almost, guys. It should start playing here. Now. <clears throat> okay, I'm real sorry. Jeez, geez. Now they know what we have to do. One, two, one, two, three. Dedicated to Cody. Wouldn't it be terrible? Come on, Randy, play it. <laughs> what are you doing, man? That was perfect timing. Dedicated to Cody. One, two, three. One, two, one, two, Again? Three. You recognize it yet, James? Yes, but I can't think of the name of it. Short people got no reason. Short people got no reason. Short people got no reason to live. <laughs> they got little hands, little eyes. They walk around telling great big lies. They got little nose. Tiny little teeth, they wear platform shoes on the nasty little feet. Well, I don't want no short people, don't want no short people, don't want no short people around here. I 
So there, there's, there's the first part of Randy Newman, short people. So I, I've never heard that song before. Yeah. Cody was kind of swaying to it at first, and then <laughs> he sort of got a disgusted look on his face. He got and offended. Then, <laughs> and then he just started staring off into space. And <laughs> you know, I, I, I was, I used to be a fan of Randy Newman. <laughs> And then he's got another one. Uh, I love LA. I I don't know if you've heard that oh, one. Oh yeah, great song. Yeah, yeah. So if you uh, get a chance, YouTube that. Um, and then obviously he does his Disney stuff. But yep. yeah, big fan of Randy Newman. Got his, got the picture hanging behind me, with no shirt on, as James said. So <laughs> apparently, I'm just a little fan of Randy Newman. He could <laughs> not care any less about me. Yeah. Uh, that is funny. All right. Well, that's all I got, guys, for this episode. You guys got any last minute? Uh, Cody Cody goes get some tissue, wipes his eyes. Takes off his platform to, shoes. Go, <laughs> goes, go, <laughs> goes out of the room and tells Lucy, I hate Randy Newman now. Oh, it's too funny. Just uh, when I was finally coming to terms with my... <laughs> My uh, height <laughs> deficiency. Yeah, I, I played that for Kaylee and for Marsha too. I say, hey, this is dedicated to you. And they're like, oh, that's mean. <laughs> I, so, I would always tell people that I am uh, vertically challenged and horizontally gifted. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> so have you heard the song, I Love LA, Cody? No. No? Here's a portion of it. Let me see if I can. Uh... Where's it? Where's it? Uh, I guess I, I can't get it, so I don't want to waste up too or take up too much time. So um, that's all I got. If you guys got nothing, uh, thanks for uh, taking the time of your day. Listen to us. We appreciate it. Yes, um, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank and, you. And I think uh, that's all I have. So until next time. Hold the lever. We'll talk to you later. Bye. See you real soon. Switch on the sky and the stars glow for you. Go see the world cause it's all so brand new. Don't close your eyes cause your future's ready to shine. It's just a matter of time before we learn how to fly.
close your eyes cause your future's ready to shine It's just a matter of time before we learn how to fly Welcome to the